0: So there's a story told of a man who went to visit, sorry, a priest went to visit uh, an old man who was dying, and uh, so the priest went in and he saw this man on, in the bed and he said, "So, uh, um, I'm here to give you the the, the anointing." We call him Jack. Uh, Jack. Well, um, how have things been? He said, "Ah, sure, I suppose not, not so bad. I've had I've had a long life, really, Jack. How old are you now? I'm 94. Good man, Jack." He said, "No, it's, Didn't always get things right, I suppose. I didn't always get things right. Um, I had a spot of bother there with the drink and uh, I was unfaithful to the missus a few times and I I had a bit of of a problem with the old gambling as well. But look, at least I never lost my faith. At least I never lost my faith. Now, is anybody seeing a problem with this particular situation? You see, our faith is supposed to animate the rest of our lives. So we can't say that we've held on to the faith correctly and not changed our lives. See, when, when we let the Lord in, when you let the light in, the light changes us. When we let Jesus in, Jesus changes us. But there is that when, there is a condition there, when we let him, or maybe if we let him in. And this is, a, this is, a, I think, a much greater struggle for many people than it may seem to let the light in because do we want the Lord to change us? Do I actually want to be changed at all? Because maybe I don't. And that's, that's a real option. That's a real kind of a, a, a situation which we may find ourselves in where maybe I actually don't want to be changed. Maybe I'm happy enough the way I am. And that situation may be miserable. That situation may be Sinful, that situation may be addiction, but I don't actually want to change. Now, like, have we any idea of the power of our choice? It's incredible, like, that God, the almighty, creator of all things, designer of the atom and DNA, allows you power over him. Because if, I, if in my choice I say, God, I don't want you, then that's it. That's, the, that's all the power of heaven Then just stops right here. What do you want him to do? Bulldoze into your heart? It's not how it works. It's not how it works. It's not how it works. The Lord will not do that. So we have this, this thing called choice. You can call it free will, same kind of idea. Uh, where we can either let God in or not. But, but letting him in, has, it has consequences. Now, they're all good, ultimately, but not necessarily painless. Let's just be honest. Letting the Lord in uh, means that that things are going to change. Things are going to change. They will change. They must change. But if they don't, you stay exactly where you are and how you are. And the Lord knows that you're called to more. And the Lord knows that you're capable of more. And the Lord wants to give you more. And God ultimately wants to prepare you to get to heaven, where you will be all that you could ever have imagined you could be, and more forever. But it all hangs on this on this like incredibly powerful ability that we have to choose and to say yes or no to Almighty God. It's 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 phenomenal the power that we have. And and, and the, the power that every single, sim- apparently simple, choice has. Where I can either start directing my life towards heaven or away from it. And that, that, that starts today, that started when we were born. Well, it started when we hit the age of reason in our around, I suppose. Well, I don't know, I think I, I think I probably kicked my sister a couple of times before the age of reason. I knew that I, I knew that wasn't right. Uh, so, you know, as soon as we're aware of what we're doing, that's kind of, that's when our, 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 our choices begin to matter. That's where this trajectory, starts. So people like, uh, they see the Lord. They see the Lord and he steps out of the boat. No sooner he stepped out of the boat people start to, they recognize him, they start hurrying towards him from all around the countryside. They bring the sick and stretchers uh, wherever he was. And every time he went into a town or a village or a farm, a farm, right? There he is in a farmyard, in a paddock, right? Up beside the cattle crush. There is Jesus. And they're bringing all the people to him. They're laying him down in front of him. And all who even touched him The fringe of his cloak were healed, but do you see what they did before? See, before this action of the healing, they went to him. Do you get it? Like they, they they chose him first. They chose him with their freedom. They could have done other things. I don't know what there was to do for entertainment back in the day. I don't know, watch. I don't know. Sheep racing. I don't know. so they could have been doing other things. They'd cho- they chose not to. Instead, they chose to give their time. Remember, this is all done on foot. So they would have walked who knows how long to get just to see him, just to touch the hem of his garment, knowing that even that would be enough. Just, just, just a flick of, just a little flick of the hem, hem of his garment, just knowing that would be enough. See, they, this is how wide open their hearts were. And when the Lord sees a wide open heart, <laughs> Many flows. And then they're healed, and they're cured, and they're blind can see, and the lame can walk, and the dumb can speak. And you? What about you? Do you want the Lord to change you? Do you want to let him in? Do I want to let the Lord change my life? Because maybe I'm after getting kind of comfortable with how things are. And I say, we can actually get comfortable also in misery. You can get comfortable in a bad situation. Say, well, look, it's pretty rough here. Pretty bad, but at least this is familiar, so we'll stay here. And this this happens. I I met someone recently struggling with an eating disorder for ten years, and she just said, "That's just the way it is." She's actually given. She's actually just given up. She calls it acceptance, but it's not acceptance. It's giving up. It's just the way it is. So like, all of heaven then rushes to her heart and just stops there because. She doesn't want to let it in. So I, it's just I say that the power that we have, the power that every choice that we have has, have, is incredible. And the power that our yes has is incredible. Because then once we say yes, once there is an openness, the Lord wants to come in. But then once he comes in, you see, like, there, there are going to be changes. There are things that we can do the same way anymore but everything we do it's, it's, it's everything we do illuminated by the grace of God is better purer and ultimately leads us towards heaven everything is better but it's it's, it's, it's not what I used to do or it's not the way I used to do it necessarily something's obviously anything that's good we can hold on to no don't worry all the, all the good stuff stays but all, all, all of the the bad habits we've picked up yeah they might have to change they might have to change well if they're bad habits they do have to change but what's the bigger picture? That these changes actually make you happier. Actually make you freer. And allow the Lord to pour even more light into your heart. Or we say, don't want it. And then that's it. That's it. Stuck. The Lord can't do anything. The rich young man who walks away from the Lord, who asks him to do something relatively relatively straightforward. It's easy for me to say I don't have to give away Riches and houses and money. But it wasn't super complicated what the Lord asked him to do. But he walked away aside for he was a wealthy man. And was not willing to part with his wealth. To come follow the Lord. What did the Lord do? Did he run after him? Did he say okay, okay, okay just, just give away half the stuff? No, no. He lets him go. Because the rich young man did not want the Lord over everything. He came to him, but he came to him not wanting to let go and so nothing changes and that's that's your life that's my life that, that the Lord comes to our heart and he offers us his own body blood soul and divinity every grace of heaven that we need and more it's like going to a, sh- a waterfall with a shot glass right it's full and it's still bucketing down billions of gallons but it's full it's like going to Holy Communion right you've got your little shot glass of a heart and you go in and it's like, it's Jesus, it's God, it's eternal, it's divine, it's everything. And it's full and it's still more grace, still more grace, still more grace. This is just an infinity of grace. But you can go into a shot glass upside down. So I just don't want it. Now what do you want the Lord to do? So that's that's, that's, where, we're, that's where we are today, you know, with this simple choice. Every day, And it's not just in in coming to Mass or in praying or not. Those things obviously are important. But it's in everything. Do I let the Lord into my life? Do I let the Lord into my heart? Do I let him into my decisions? Do I want to be changed? Because the Lord will change us. Look at the lives of any of the saints, especially those who have big conversions. Think of St. Augustine, even St. Patrick, You think. They lived one way beforehand. Then they met the Lord, and they allowed him to change their lives completely. Will you? Lord Jesus, we ask you to prepare a place in our hearts. We give you permission to tidy out what needs to go, to prune what needs to be pruned. We give you permission to heal us, to strengthen us. We give you permission to guide us. We give you permission to be God in our lives Amen